Formidables, the Captain's crew, the LFA family, and the McCroins. Coming to you live from the heart of America, Nashville, Tennessee, on Rumble.com slash LFA TV. This is Ungoverned. Happy to be here on a, can we say it? Black Friday. Ha ha ha! Call me a racist now, suckers. <laughs> it's called Friday of Color. You know what's great on Friday of Color? Make Honey Great Again. Go to makehoneygreatagain.com. Coach John 45. Oh, you're starting off the show with advertisers. I don't come here for that. I love that person. <laughs> My favorite person in the world. Oh, we have a good show for you today. Hope everybody had a happy Thanksgiving. Uh, we had a great time here, and uh, it was it was good. It was very good, as a matter of fact. And I can't wait to eat those leftovers today. Ooh, guess what's going to happen right when this show ends at 11.01 Eastern time. It's going to be stuffing and mashed potatoes part two. Duke Ducks, as they say in French. In French. That was off the fly. Brennan said... Off the fly versus off the cuff and on the fly. She combined the two. It's great. Good morning, everybody. We're here. Got a great, great guest second half of the show. I've been talking about this guy for a long time. All right. Christian Hodges. America, don't give up. The author, Gen Z activist, Liberty University student. You guys are going to be absolutely impressed by this guy. Uh, his name is Christian Hodges. I met him at WalkerCon. He is amazing. Uh, you may have seen him on several media outlets. He's been all over the place. He's been on Fox and Friends. He's been on Newsmax. He's been on Newsmax 2. He's been on Fox Business. He's now going to be on Ungoverned. It's going to be amazing. This guy, his kid is, I mean, I don't want to say he's a kid, he's an adult, but he wrote that book at 17 years old. And so just to tell you where to get it, because he is amazing. There is a Friday of Color promotion right now, Black Friday promotion right now, americadontgiveup.com. If you buy two, you get one free. Uh, you use the code BTGO25, B2GO25. That is Bravo 2 Golf Oscar 25. Uh, and you can get your America Don't Give Up. That's this book right here. Don't Give Up on America, Don't Give Up on Gen Z. That's the message that's there. You're going to love this kid. He's amazing. Uh, Christian Hodges coming up second half of the show. We also have uh, some really cool uh, stories just in the beginning that I want to run through. Well, not really cool. The Louisville, the Louisville Shooter Manifesto. Remember, the, it was a, it was like, what, Louisville Shooter? I thought Nash, no, no, there was one in Louisville, too. Remember, there was this kid. He gave me shot up a bank. He used to work there. Yeah, everyone forgot about him because he was a white shooter. Well, no, well, he was a white shooter and he hated white people. Um, so his manifesto is out. And wouldn't you know it, his manifesto is almost exactly the same thing as the Nashville Shooter's manifesto. So there is a scourge of anti-white, pro-left-wing, wild activist rhetoric that is sweeping the nation and inciting people to violence. You know, I know, we've all known. I am done with the young Trump supporters are inciting violence. Trump supporters, uh, mega Republicans are violent people. Yeah, you're so scary. Yeah, I'm scary. So, scary. so, ooh, so scary. They were walking through the Capitol. Ooh, scary. We'll get you the information about the Nashville, the Nashville, the Louisville shooter uh, manifesto. Bilbo Bot says, 
Black Friday is racist. It should be changed to everything Friday and every uh, Rainbow Friday and everything should be free. I love it. All right. Well, we have that. Uh, we have um, another story. You know how I love to tell everybody you have to get out and vote, right? Because if you don't, you may be the reason why you lose an election. And I have people go, no, it'll never come down to one vote ever. Louisiana sheriff's election. The Democrat won by one vote. One vote. So this is why I say I don't care about how rigged it is. I don't care about how much fraud there is. I mean, I care about it, but I don't want to hear about it to the point where we discourage people from voting and losing faith in the system. A Louisiana sheriff, a Democrat, won his election. In a, in a, and, it wasn't, and it wasn't an election with three votes. There were 43,000 votes cast. If there were 43,002 votes cast and those were two people who voted for the other guy, he would have lost the election. That's how razor thin these elections are. Your vote matters. I know we've seen the fraudulent mail-in ballots that are unfolded come through in Georgia. I know we saw what happened in Connecticut. I know you see what happened, you know, in Arizona, Pennsylvania. I know. I know all about it. We've talked to Jay Valentine. We've had a lot of discussions about election fraud on the show. Your vote matters. We're going to talk about that in a second, too. But first, we got to get to a word from our friends over at switch2usa.com. At switch2usa.com, ladies and gentlemen, stay right here. We'll be back right after this uh, video from switch2usa.com. Take a look. We all want to make a difference in our country and and make change, but we don't all have the ability to do so. A lot of people are busy. They can't join school boards. They can't get on borough council, but they can change where they shop. And it's just shopping. It's that simple. We're going to link arms and we're going to shop right here at this American factory. They make the products and they're all natural and they're good for us and they're affordable. Everything's made here in the USA. That is switch to number two USA. That's not it. What are you doing? Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. Switch2USA.com. It is switch2USA.com. There it is right there. Boom. Ladies and gentlemen, we've been talking about how the world has been going crazy with supply chain issues, record-setting inflation, and sky-high gas prices. We know how the big box stores were allowed to stay open the entire time. While so many little guys, small business owners, and regular people were forced to close, the question is, what are you willing to do about it, and how can our voices be heard? Well, obviously, you can vote with your dollars. That's how you can make a difference. Answer this call to action and switch away from the big box conglomerates. Shop Factory Direct at a family-owned Made in America. Manufacture for all your monthly consumables, toothpaste, shaving cream, laundry detergent, shampoo, healthy snacks, and now grass-fed beef. All delivered right to your door. No more made in China. Switch to made in the USA. It's one of the best ways to get around the crazy inflation. Shop with family-owned companies that put their customers first rather than shareholders and corporate executives. Join the parallel economy. Join the massive sweep that is happening through Patriot Nation and decide today that you want to be a part of the movement to cut off their cash flow. Sign up. And my friend Maria, you see her dead center of the screen, will give you a call back to enroll you. And then you can start shopping at this privately owned mom and pop that is switch2usa.com. 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 Right there on your screen if you're listening on audio. Anywhere you get your podcast, subscribe to Ungovern. We were able to save the show from uh, Wednesday. We had the glitch. We were able to save the majority of it. It's on our audio channel. Uh, Anywhere you get your podcasts, 
Uh, you can search for Ungoverned. Next, we have EnviroCleanse Home Air Purification System. EKPure.com. <coughs> excuse me. EKPure.com. Ladies and gentlemen, if all home air purifiers are the same, why did the United States Department of Defense select EnviroCleanse to protect and purify the air on board our Navy ship? So that's because EnviroCleanse advanced mineral technology goes beyond ordinary HEPA filters to destroy airborne illness causing cold and flu viruses, including COVID. EnviroCleanse is the new science in air purification, and now you can order one for your home. This is how you help stop colds and flu from taking your whole family down and how you destroy allergy and flaming toxins and mold from the air your family breathes. In fact, this hospital-grade technology is so powerful and it promises far fewer colds and allergies and much better sleep. Just visit ekpure.com. That is Echo, Kilo, Papa, Uniform, Romeo, Echo.com. Use the code LFA for 10% off your EnviroCleanse home air purification unit. That is a $150 savings. Uh, with free shipping and a free air quality monitor as well. Totals $150 in savings at ekpure.com, code LFA. ekpure.com, code LFA. ekpure.com, promo code Lima, Foxtrot Alpha. Last but not least, we have the LFA TV store. LFATV.us. It's right here on your screen. You see that pop-up right there? Just in case you can't find the show one morning. LFATV.us. You can click on that LFATV uh Pop up there brings you to the show that's currently live, but I want you to go to the LFA TV store. It is officially the holiday season. It is Friday of color. You click on the LFA TV store tab, and you will see a clearance sale. Ten item, a uh, ten dollars. Items are ten bucks until they're gone. Those are the clearance items, but there's also a lot of brand new items on the website as well. LFATV.us. Click on that LFA TV store tab. Get a gift for some of your friends here during the holiday season. That is LFATV.us. Click on the store tab, or you can go to JeremyHerald.com/store. Let's get through this morning. I've got the chat on the screen for you right now. Interview with Christian Hodges, the author of America Don't Give Up. He wrote this book when he was 17 years old. And he did it when he was 17 so that he can say he wrote a book before he became an adult. This guy is amazing. You're going to love him. Stick around for that interview second half of the show. Ladies and gentlemen, the Louisville Mass Shooter Manifesto is out. And wouldn't you know it, it it contains all sorts of anti-white, left-wing, violent rhetoric Take a look at what it says here. Louisville mass shooter targeted rich white people to protest the Second Amendment. Now, we heard from the Nashville Manifesto. And, oh, we're going to kill those kids and those crackers with their daddy's Mustangs and the fancy school. Remember that? Where'd they get those ideas from? Where do you think the Nashville, we don't use their names on the show. Where do you think the Nashville Shooter Manifesto got those ideas from? Where do you, where do you think that happened? Obviously, they were taught to hate white people. Say, so how, how are they taught to hate white people? Well, you have this thing in education called diversity, equity, and inclusion, which stands for everything that those three words actually stand for. Because what the left does is they tell you one thing and then do the complete opposite. Like criticizing George Soros makes you an anti-Semite. How the hell is that possible? George Soros is a Nazi collaborator who is funding the anti-Israel protests all around the country right now, pro- probably all around the world. He's no friend of the Jews, but when you criticize him, you're an anti-Semite. Isn't that weird? It's a miracle what they were able to do with these words. These shooters are being inspired by the left. These shooters are being groomed by the left. These shooters are being produced by the left. The Louisville Mass Shooter Manifesto details targeting white people. Rich white people. Maybe that will be the impact for change. Upper class white people dying. You know, this war against the rich 
from the socialists like AOC, Bernie Sanders. No, 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 sit down. You are a United States senator. <laughs> Bernie, that was the greatest thing. No, you may not respond. No, you cannot. The manifesto of Louisville bank shooter, we're not going to say the name, 25 years old, has been released by authorities. It reveals that he planned to kill, quote, rich white people to teach them a lesson about lax gun policies. Oh, we'll get these people to believe in gun control now when they start dying. That's nice. That's nice. I wonder if the left, I mean, they are. We know they are. If they're happy about this crap. I think they love it. They love to see their shock troops hit the streets and cause chaos. They love it. Law enforcement uncovered a series of journal entries written by the shooter dating up to a week before the April 10th massacre at Old National Bank in Louisville, Kentucky. The shooter who previously worked at the bank gunned down and killed four of his former colleagues and a police officer and injured nine others before being killed in a police shootout. The first journal entry is dated April 3rd, which discusses the shooter who had a history of suicidal ideation and medical, uh, mental health issues, viewing his life as meaningless and the need to make an impact or affect change. He lists off issues that had been impacting him, such as inflation, climate disaster, gun access, lack of mental health care, and politicians with no interest in helping people. Who does that sound like? A climate guy. Gun access. Oh, my gosh. He's a radical leftist. Again, we're not going to hear about him. We're not going to hear about him. They do this, and they produce these people by design. They want these crazy people to obtain guns and then go, that's why we can't have guns. But it's not just that the people are crazy and getting access to guns. That would present itself as a problem, right? That's not what it is. The left loves when people who otherwise wouldn't be inspired to commit acts of violence are inspired to commit acts of violence. Why? Because that's what they were taught to do. They were ingrained. They were indoctrinated to believe that rich white people are the enemy. That rich white people love the Second Amendment. And so that rich white people must die. That was the inspiration for this guy. The next journal entry is April 4th. The day Sturgeon... Oops. Damn it. What's his name? I don't like saying his name. The day the shooter... Uh, purchased a firearm uh, used to carry out the attack. The journal entry was centered around the plan to kill rich white people in order to teach them a lesson about the need for stricter gun laws. Quote, I've decided to make an impact. These people did not deserve to die, but because I was depressed and able to buy guns, they are gone. Perhaps this is the impact for change. Upper class white people dying. I certainly would not have been able to do this if it were more difficult to get a gun. The shooter continued, I know our politicians are solely focused on lining their own pockets, but maybe this will knock some sense into them. If not, good luck. Unbelievable. He says, I'm definitely very sick. I'm tired of fighting. I don't think I'm a terrorist or a monster, but I might be a psycho. If we want change, it will take enormous action. He's out there, radical leftist, telling you, showing you, this is what he was taught to do. We talked to Christian Hodges about education coming up second half of the show. Final story of the day, because I know we have this dispute all the time, and I see it all the time, and I don't like it, and I'm not telling you not to say it, and I'm not saying you don't have the right to say it. But I can't stand, we're not voting because it's rigged. I can't stand, I don't trust the system, so we shouldn't go out and vote. I can't stand people like Lynn Wood. Say, oh, not Lynn Wood again. Yes, Lynn Wood again. 
because we still have some folks, we still have them, who thinks he's some amazing guy. Here he is again before the Senate runoff on January 5th in Georgia, 2021, telling people not to go vote because they use machines, even though voting was the only way to win that election. Take a look. Where's Kelly Loeffler here? Where's David Perdue? He ought to be standing right here. Do not be fooled twice. This is Georgia. We ain't dumb. We're not going to go vote on January 5th in another machine made by China. You're not going to fool Georgians again. They have not earned your vote. Don't you give it to them. Don't you give them that vote. Don't you do that. Don't you vote in an election where voting is the only way to win the election. Don't you dare because it's rigged. Don't you dare do that. It's because of people like Linwood and people who echo that comment. Again, I am not saying our elections are perfect. I have admitted a million times on this show that they are not. There are a lot of issues that we have to clean up. But by continuously telling people it's rigged, you, are, you may not be meaning to do this, but you are undermining their faith in the system, the only system that we have right now, that we can use to affect change. You are undermining their faith in the system if you continue to tell people it's rigged and you are discouraging them from voting. You're not telling people don't vote, but you're sowing seeds of doubt. Well, now they're sitting there thinking, well, so-and-so told me online that it's rigged, so why go out there and do it anyway? This is why. A Democrat won a Louisiana sheriff election by just one vote in an election where 43,000 ballots were cast. Baton Rouge, Louisiana, in the northwest corner of Louisiana, a candidate for Paris sheriff demanded a recount Wednesday after losing by a single vote in an election where more than 43,000 people cast ballots. The tight race shines a spotlight on Louisiana's recount process and its outdated voting machines, which do not produce an audible paper trail that experts say is critical to ensuring election results are accurate. States' recountabilities have proven to be exceedingly important, especially following 2020. One vote. One vote. South Carolina, Charleston. They just elected a new mayor, a Republican mayor for the first time since 1877. He won by 600 votes. 600 votes. Claudia Tenney in 2020, Congresswoman Claudia Tenney from upstate New York, won by, I don't know, 80-something votes. Lauren Boebert in 2022 won by a couple hundred votes. These elections are getting tighter. Every single vote matters. The system is not perfect, but it's all we have. You have to vote. If you don't vote, you could lose because you stayed home. If you don't vote, you could lose because you may not realize you're doing it, but you inspired somebody else to stay home. I want to focus on winning. I want to focus on putting as many points on the board as possible. Please, when we're talking about elections, understand election integrity is very important. I'm not saying it isn't. It's very important. If you don't have elections, free and fair elections, you don't really have a country. 
At the very least, you have a country, but you don't have a say in what's going on in your country. But we can't, when we speak about these issues, we can't do it recklessly where we may be telling people without us even knowing, we may be sowing the seeds of doubt, large enough seeds that keep people home on election day. We can't do it. Because one vote could cost you the race. It doesn't matter if you win by 100,000 votes or one. You just have to have more than the other guy or the other gal, right? So let's focus on doing as much as we can to make sure that we have more votes when the counting is done. Overwhelm the rig. All right, let's get to a word from our friends over at Let's Go Brandon Token, and then we will go right to Christian Hodges' interview Please hit the rumble button. That's the thumbs up here on a Black Friday. Again, Black Friday com- uh, promotion. We'll talk about that uh, in just a second for Christian's book. But first, a word from our friends over at Let's Go Brandon Token. It is cryptocurrency, and I want to introduce you to Let's Go Brandon Token, a wonderful new cryptocurrency that embodies freedom and community empowerment. What sets them apart is its unique approach to giving back with every transaction made using the token. 2% goes to the America First wallet, which is used to donate to America First candidates, causes, and charities. Let's go, Brandon Token rewards its holders by dispersing 7% of the buy and sell tax back to the community so you earn passive income simply by holding your tokens. They're also developing a non-custodial crypto wallet called Freedom Finance, which provides you with full control over your assets, ensuring security and peace of mind. And that's not all. Whether you're new to the world of crypto or looking to expand your knowledge, Let's Go Brandon Token has you covered, offering self-paced crypto classes designed specifically for beginners. Visit the website today, letsgobrandontoken.com, to learn more and become a part of the incredible movement to embrace freedom, empower the community, and make a positive impact together. Also note that investing in crypto does involve risk, and it's important to do your own research before making any investment decisions. This message is not financial advice, but it is friendly advice to check out letsgobrandontoken.com. Last but not least, we do have 4patriots.com and the Patriot Power Generator. You know how much I love this company and I love this product. The Patriot Power Generator, you know, millions of people lost power after Hurricane Ian ripped through Florida. And the first thing a local government did was put out food safety tips because a lot of people watched their food spoil inside their fridges if they were unable to get gas for their generator. Well, now you can get a solar generator. It's safe to use indoors, whisper quiet, and strong enough to run your fridge. You know, you never know when the power's going out. My parents back home, their power went out because a squirrel chewed through, a, chewed through a transformer yesterday. They lost power for two hours. But right now, for a limited time... You can get this generator that never needs gas ever, this solar generator at 4patriots.com. Use promo code LFA at Lima Fox right off over 10% off of everything. It's rated five stars from over 600 reviews on the website and backed by their 100% guarantee for an entire year so it's risk-free. That's 4patriots.com, and they're called 4patriots, the number 4patriots, because a portion of every sale is donated to charities who support our veterans and their families at 4patriots.com. Go there. Get $500 off the Patriot Power Generator. Use promo code LFA, and you'll be ready for the next blackout. That is the number 4patriots.com, the number 4patriots.com. Ladies and gentlemen, coming up right now, our interview with uh, Gen Z author and activist Christian Hodges. He's attending Liberty University, and he wrote this book, America Don't Give Up, and there's a Black Friday promotion going on right now at americadontgiveup.com. You see it on your screen right there. Buy two, get one free. They make a great gift. Use the code B2GO25. That is B2GO, the letter O, the number two, the number five. Buy two, get one free at americadontgiveup.com. Ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, enjoy this interview with the very impressive and inspiring 
author, Gen Z activist, and Liberty University student, Christian Hodges. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Ungovernables, Captain's Crew, I've been telling you about this guy for a while. I told you I met him in WalkerCon, uh, the walkaway convention down in Palm Beach, Florida, a couple weeks ago. One of the most impressive Gen Z Republican, I don't like to say the word activist, but you know, I was an activist once too, um, but he is incredible. An author, an activist, he's all over Newsmax, all over Fox and Friends. The guy can't stay off of TV. I don't know what's going on, but he's got, he's got a very, very bright future, and we have him here on Ungoverned to introduce to you amid the news of Gen Z starting to shift a little bit more towards Donald Trump away from the Democrat Party and away from Joe Biden. We're going to pick his brain on that and a lot of other things. Joining us today is our good friend, rising star, unbelievable Gen Z activist, Liberty U student and author, Christian Hodges. Uh, Christian, thank you so much for joining the show. How are you today? Hey, Sean, it's great to be here. It's such an honor to be on the show doing great today yeah we're happy to have you and obviously when uh our good friend derek evans he came to me and uh in WalkerCon, i said you got to meet this guy i said who he said his name's christian hodges he's got a book he didn't mention that you were young and i said all right it's no problem i was there to meet anybody and you're standing in front of me and you're talking yeah i wrote a book and you just and first of all so humble and i'm just like holy cow second you're like yeah i wrote it when i was 17 you know and i'm going what are you talking about you wrote a book so then you pull out a book Okay, you don't just pull out the book. You <laughs> let me see if I can get to the page. You don't just pull out the book. You sign the copy for me. Uh, it's right here. Everyone, not so you know, I'm not lying. He signs the copy. It's a like this is professionally made, and and it's it's just don't give up. America, don't give up. dot com. I'm still blown away from everything that you know we talked about over at uh, at WalkerCon. I see you all over the place. Newsmax, Fox. You're on all these different shows. So why don't you just give us like how did you get into uh, this not just activism but you know being so passionate about America and and how did you find the courage you know despite the fact that your peer group you know Gen Z is is overwhelmingly or has been maybe the tide is turning uh, overwhelmingly liberal moves to the left how did you find it within yourself to say uh uh-uh, I'm not like that I'm taking a stand I I, I want to defend this country any way I can what 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 first got you into all that. Well, I think Sean, um, kind of been doing this my whole life, always been interested in politics. My dad was on our city council or town council for about 15 years here, here in our small town. Um, even when I was like 10, 11 years old, I remember just wanting to go to meetings with my dad. It'd be 7 o'clock on a Monday night, a school night. Uh, I want to spend my night over at the town hall just to sit in the back of the room and to watch, um, to learn, to learn about civics, to learn about government, uh, just to see it in action. Um, so I've always had a burden on my heart to want to make a difference in this world. Um, obviously spiritually, make a spiritual difference uh, as a testimony of my life to others, uh, but to really make a difference in this nation I love, this nation you love, this nation we call home. Um, so over the past few years, and ever since probably COVID, I'd say, maybe a year or two before that, um, I would just sit up at night and just watch Fox News uh, or Newsmax, whatever it was. Just so I could stay up to date, um, feel like I was doing something with my life, uh, even though I was just watching it. Um, I would come into school the next morning. I would talk to all my teachers about it. Uh, they would expect me to talk about it first thing in the morning. Um, so I was always known as that guy who was up to date, who loved America, who loved Jesus. Uh, but ever since COVID, really saw the nation going downhill. I think we all did, honestly. Uh, COVID exposed a lot. Um, but coming out of that, 
I didn't really see many people doing something. Um, and considering that my generation, Gen Z, millennials, young people, we're the future of America. If I don't see anyone doing something, if something needs to be done, I want to be that guy. If no one's doing it, someone has to do it. I'll do it if no one else is doing it. So I said, what can I do? What can I do to get involved? What can I do to make a difference? Um, so I started seeking some internship opportunities um, a few summers ago. Um, when I was 16, one of my first jobs was actually working in the Delaware House of Representatives. Um, it wasn't much of a job. I wasn't making much money at all, uh, but it was the experience that mattered. Uh, I just got to rub shoulders to all the state representatives on the, Repu on the Republican side, got to sit in on every session on the floor, listen to the bills being debated. Um, I really just fell in love with uh, not politics, but the process of making a change in government. Because um, there's a big difference between politics and actual change in the government. And so from there, um, I went to Patriot Academy over the summer. This is put on by Rick Green. Um, really great program for 16 and 25-year-olds where they make a mock simulated session for young people so that you can draft a bill. You can become a representative for the day, for the week. Uh, you can go pass your bill through the committee and then hopefully debate it on the floor and get it passed. Uh, but really, it's a real simulation of how it's done uh, on the floor in a real house, in a real state, in the in Congress. Um, and from there, I always knew that I loved to argue in my life. Um, always argued at home, always been that guy, the type, type A personality. Um, once I was debating in front of people, everything really clicked. This is something I'm supposed to do with my life. Uh, the Lord's calling really set in from there. Um, I just kept seeking more opportunities. So I ended up interning with uh, Nicole Tice and the Delaware Family Policy Council. Um, we're really focused on pro-life issues there. Um, and winning the state of Delaware back um, for strong families, uh, for pro-life values, and just con Christian conservatism in the end. Um, as I was getting real experience there, I continue to see the Lord's call in my life um, to make a difference to change the landscape of politics for Christ. Um, so from there, I was obviously just hooked. Um, as I got into my, the late senior year of my high school career, um, as I was going in between the fall semester and spring semester, uh, over spring break, or over Christmas break, last year I should say, uh, I actually spent nine days in the hospital. Uh, six days I was unconscious, came down with viral encephalitis. They said that my brain was swollen, unconscious for six days, couldn't do anything. I couldn't talk. Um, at that point, many people didn't know if I would survive, let alone if I would make a full recovery, I'd be the Christian I was before. Um, but praise be to God that here I am today. I'm fully recovered. Uh, and I'm better than ever. Um, so I went from the hospital to headlines now. So how did I do that? Uh, obviously, all the Lord. But aside from that, um, just being in the hospital there, coming into the spring semester of high school, Every senior has to write a senior thesis project, they call it. My former high school, now Marva Christian in Delaware, that's a 20-page paper we all have to write and then turn into a 30-minute presentation. So we had to choose any topic, just had to be debatable. At first, my first topic was not actually freedom of speech. It was the declining fertility rates in America as compared to like Japan and the problems they're facing. Once I got into a few weeks into it, I couldn't even wrap my brain around the complexity of the issue. Uh, so at that point, considering that my brain was already fried from the hospital, I said, I can't choose something easier when it's a 20-page paper. Nothing's really easy about it. Um, 
signed up cheering for freedom of speech because that's just something that comes naturally to me. Politics, of course. Um, and then getting into it, I realized how, how complex freedom of speech actually is, how essential it is. So I decided to write my thesis statement about the essentiality of freedom of speech, not knowing how complex, how important that actually is. Um, so that was a month into the project when everyone else was way ahead, um, starting halfway through their paper, already eight, ten pages through, I had one sentence <laughs> done. So at that point I said I had to catch up some way, uh, somehow. So I just started writing every night, every day. That's basically all I did uh, for about a few weeks straight, maybe two months, eight weeks, six weeks, eight weeks, something like that. Um, and by the end of the paper, I wrote 70 pages. <laughs> um, so once I got some feedback from real attorneys, I had an interview for the paper, um, family, uh, friends, uh, people I really trusted, not just give me fluff, uh, not just uh, fluff me up saying, you're doing a good job because of what you went through. But no, they were saying, you're writing something that needs to be heard. So considering what I said a few minutes ago, saying that nobody is doing this, who's talking about freedom of speech, especially in Gen Z. I don't know if there's really anyone else talking about freedom of speech. Uh, I decided to uh, press forward to publish this as a book. So I talked to a few publishers, decided not to go that, that traditional publisher route. I self-published the book myself. Um, my biggest goal at that point was to become an author before an adult. So I wanted to publish my book before I turned 18. I was 17 at the time during high school. I didn't turn 18 until the end of June. So I had a couple months before I had to publish it, uh, a couple months to design the cover, uh, finished writing a little bit, add a couple, couple uh, paragraphs, pages to it. I really just uh, refined the book. Um, and on June 29th of uh, this past year, I published my book called America Don't Give Up. Published it at 17, right before I turned 18, the day later. Um, and ever since, I've been on Fox News quite a few times. Newsmax today, actually. Uh, I've been on Real America's Voice. I'll be on OAN later this week on Wednesday. Um, I'll kind of complete the conservative quintuplet, quintet there, if you would call it. Um, I've been on the radio here at home. Tons of articles uh, written about me. Uh, articles I'm trying to write now. Um, so... It really wasn't for the Lord healing me, uh, placing the call in my life. I wouldn't be here today, Sean. And now you're on Ungoverned, and we're so happy to have you. And, and yeah. I'm just, I, it's when you told me you wrote a book and you pulled it out, and it looks like something that a publisher would do. And you said you sold what 500 copies, something like that, and, and you did it all yourself. And you know, you, you mentioned you wanted to do it before you turned into an adult. You want to be an author before you're an adult. Just incredible, just the drive, right? And I didn't know about the the, the hospital story. Unbelievable. Uh, kind of, you want to call it a comeback story or, you know, it's just, it's, it's unbelievable to, to see somebody, you know, in your age group with this drive, the ability to, you know, like you said, stay humble, keep your head and, and do what nobody else is doing. You know, I look at the Republican party, I'm 32 now. I remember being, you know, 18 years old and, and not being, uh, somebody who thought the Republican party, or if we want to say Republican, you know, conservatives, et cetera. Uh, looking at them and saying, no, those aren't me. I, I, I'm not one of those people. I like kindness and all of this other stuff. And, and then eventually I turned and said, oh, wow, everything I know is a lie. But you didn't seem to have that type of track. You seem to be somebody, like you said, you were always you know, introduced into civics, and maybe that's why. But Republicans, specifically the GOP, you know, we have a problem reaching people your age and making sense to them and, 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 and explaining, I guess, getting the message through that, Everything that they stand for, that the Democrats claim to represent, 
that's not actually what they represent. How do we break through? You're in the, the you know, you're in that age group. Those are your peers. You know these people. And and obviously, you know, you, you mentioned to me when we talked about your book, it's called Don't Give Up, as in don't give up on the country, but don't give up on Gen Z either because Gen Z is the future whether we like it or not, and that's 100% true. How do we break through? What does the Republican Party have to do to reach your peers who may not be, you know, thinking the way you think? I think if I could answer it in one word, the Republican Party needs to be unconventional. Because if we look at them, if we look at every state rep, even every U.S. rep, U.S. senator, if we look at them, they're all in one age bracket, are they not? There's not many people who are 20, 30, even 40 in Congress right now. They're all about 50, 60, or 70. They're all the older generations. I think the Republican Party looks at politics saying, these are the only people who can make a difference in our world. These are the only people who can lead change in a conservative movement because they have what we call wisdom. They have experience. This is, this is their time. I don't want to refute that narrative by saying, I don't care how old you are. It doesn't matter about your age. It doesn't matter about what generation you are. It matters about your passion. It matters about your knowledge. It matters about your love for America. If you love America, you should want to preserve America. So I think the Republican Party needs to get rid of the generational divide that we have and start encouraging young people to get out there. Because right now, they're just encouraging the older people to get out there and do something. Most the young people who are the future, if we don't encourage them to get involved now, will they ever? Because voting works a lot like a credit card. The moment you get a credit card, say you're 20 years old, Typically, the credit card you first get, the brand you first get, say it's American Express. You get American Express as your first credit card when you turn 20 years old. That's typically the credit card brand that you stick with the rest of your life. That's what the statistics show. The same is true for politics, for elections. The way you vote the first time, the first two times, are so essential in predicting the way you'll vote the rest of your life. So Republicans out there, Republican leadership, Rana McDaniels, we have to start reaching Gen Z. I encourage them to vote. We have a part to play. Uh, mentors, parents, grandparents, every generation has a part to play in teaching Gen Z what to do. It's not a one-generation effort. It's a multi-generational effort. This is what I said on Fox earlier. It's not about age. It's about competence. It's about drive. It's about passion. It's about willingness to get involved. And right now, the Republican Party is discouraging young people from getting involved. And you're a freshman at uh, Liberty University, so I'll, you know there's like the there's like a big two or three college Hillsdale, Liberty U. Uh, there's a couple others out there that are for people, you know, like you, smart guy, smart guy. You're a smart guy, beautiful guy. Uh, but also, you know, you know you, you, the values, your, your values, your morals are in the right place, especially for somebody, you know, your age. Why? You know, what has your experience been over at? Liberty University, why did you choose to go there? How long have you wanted to go there? Has it like been your dream for a long time? Like some kids, their dream school to go is like Alabama. I want to go watch the Crimson Tide play football. You know, you're, you know, you grow, you're in Delaware. It's where Joe Biden's from. I don't know how far you are from. You said you're close to his Delaware Beach home. I don't know how far you are from uh, the Google, you know, Google Maps location, Brandon Falls, where he took a spill <laughs> off the bike. Yeah, how long has this been like your dream for a while? Like, I'm going to my dream school. Where are you going? Alabama? Are you going to University of Texas? Like, hook them horns? No, I'm going to Liberty University. Uh, <laughs> what, what pushed you in the direction of going to Liberty? Yeah, Sean, uh, but about the Joe Biden Beach House, I'm actually like 30 minutes from there. <laughs> I was actually just in Rehoboth earlier today, <laughs> uh, going shopping a little bit. 
Um, Brandon followed right there where I fell off the bike in that parking lot. That's actually the parking lot I parked my truck to go to the beach. Uh, so it's kind of funny you fell right there. Uh, <laughs> it's too bad you weren't there to see it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's too bad. I would have the camera right there in his face. Point and laugh. <laughs> yeah. Um, but with Liberty, um, I think it was about five, six years ago. Uh, my sister's three and a half years older than me. So she was obviously looking for colleges before me. Um, so we went there to take a tour for her. She spent a weekend on campus about five years ago. Um, and she was she was interested in a lot of colleges at the time. Um, she wasn't sold at Liberty yet. But the moment we got on campus, I was sold. Um, I think I fell in love with Liberty before she did about five years ago. Um, so all through high school, I kind of knew I wanted to go to Liberty. Obviously, they have a beautiful campus, top five in the nation. Um, great, great academics, great professors, uh, great buildings, everything you could ask for on college campus. Uh, but even more than that, their mission to train champions for Christ is something that surpasses all the other colleges out there for me. Even a Hillsdale or Cedarville, um, a lot of colleges out there, you're just focused on academics. They're just focused for training people for the workplace. But Liberty's different. Liberty's out there training people to train others for Christ. Um, back when Liberty was founded, back in the early 70s, Dr. Reverend Falwell Jr. said he recognized that he was a champion for Christ. He recognized that he was championing these values, uh, these ideas, founded the moral major majority during the years of Reagan. Um, but he realized that he was a champion for Christ. That's preserve the future of America. We needed other champions for Christ to follow after him, uh, to fo follow him as a role model in a sense. So what did he do? He started a university called Liberty University uh, down in the mountains in Lynchburg, Virginia. Um, ever since the last 50 years, Liberty's grown exponentially, uh, but they've kept that mission statement the whole time. That's what's really drawn me there. Not that they just say they're something. They actually are something in practice. Uh, they they practice what they preach in a sense. Um, and even on the conservative side, Liberty is one of the most conservative colleges out there. It's a good thing. We ought not to be teaching our kids to hate America. That's what we're doing in every other college campus. We're committing intellectual suicide. That's what we're seeing with young people uh, uh, supporting Palestine on these college campuses. That's a problem. It's the only influence of Marxism. That's not prevalent on Liberty's campus. I'm really thankful for that. Yeah, you mentioned it wasn't uh, prevalent, you know, that the anti-Semitism, the pro-Palestine rallies, you hear about them happening. All the Ivy League schools, but not Liberty University. That's why I call them the Poison Ivy League, because, you know, you go there, you get <laughs> you get poisoned. I like the way you put it. We're committing intellectual suicide. I, I think that was, um, I think that's a, an interesting way to put it. I've never heard it put that way before. Now, I want to talk to this. I want to talk to you about this this topic. We've been talking about it for a while, spoke about it on Monday. Here it is now, an NBC News poll. Uh, young voters are choosing Trump, a new NBC News poll, NBC poll. Now, NBC, obviously no friend of Donald Trump. A new NBC poll shows Trump beating Biden nationwide, winning in the 18 to 34 age bracket. That would be Gen Z. That would include uh, some of your peers. Now, let me ask you this. Obviously, Ronna McDaniel, the Republican Party, has not done a good job engaging young voters. And still, there is now new emerging data somewhat consistently that says your age group and the people in your age group and my age group, uh, who basically my, my, my generation screwed up a lot of things, and I apologize for that, um, they're starting to move more conservative. Why do you think that is? Despite the fact that the RNC, the Ronald McDaniels of the world, haven't done a good job reaching out, why are they, why are they starting to uh, move towards Donald Trump, away from the Democrat Party, away from Joe Biden? 
Well, I'd say these polls are only revealing what we've already known about Gen Z, what we've already been seeing the past few years. So if we look at the past three uh, high school, 12th grade boys, have graduated from high school, the class of 2020 to 2023, um, 23 was my class. Uh, they've been the most conservative high school boys that have graduated in the past 40 years. Obviously, that's not all the change that we need, but nonetheless, that, that's improvement at its finest. Um, I think the reason that we're seeing that is because Gen Z's greatest strength and their greatest weakness at times is their awareness. Their awareness breeds motivation. That's why I see things like Gen Z is passionate. They're passionate about climate change. They're passionate about social issues like abortion and climate change, things like this, because they're emotive beings. Uh, they're more emotionally uh, drawn towards than logically drawn towards. That's what, that's what how we've been raised. Uh, we can't change that. But how can we pour into that? We can pour into that by not manipulating Gen Z to vote one way or the other. Because awareness is a good thing. Motivation is a good thing as well. It's motivation breeds action. But the very second we add manipulation in there, all this motivation, awareness, uh, action is stifled. And what's that stifle, stifled? That's when we see Gen Z withdrawing from politics. And that's what we've seen in the past few years. We've seen them withdrawing. Because what are the Democrats best at? What do they do the most? They manipulate words. What is Planned Parenthood? It's definitely not the plan to have a child. It's the very opposite. But that's the name of Planned Parenthood, is it not? There's multiple different uh, instances of Democrats doing this. That's all they do all the time. But how, how do Republicans take advantage of this and beat the Democratic system to win young people? I think we're seeing it now with people like Charlie Kirk. Um, they're really going to where Gen Z is, going to where millennials are. They're going to college campuses. They're finding where they are on social media, on Instagram. They're finding the platforms they're on, and they're investing content into that. And they're investing into the trends that are prevalent at the time. Because the way you really reach Gen Z is by taking advantage of these trends and putting a message in there. So we see that Gen Z is on TikTok. How many Republican candidates out there are on TikTok? <laughs> it's not whether you like TikTok or not. I mean, obviously, TikTok has problems, but how many other social media companies do? How much data is the NSA actually collecting on us and they don't tell us about? Uh, it, it's a conversation to be had. So we should still invest into TikTok because Gen Z is there. I think Vivek Ramaswamy is the only person actually trying to reach Gen Z there. That's why we see Vivek Ramaswamy topping the Republican polls for Gen Z. It's not a coincidence. So other Republican candidates out there, I encourage you. Invest into TikTok. Make content on there. This Gen Z is there. Gen Z wants to see content there. That's the. I think the statistics show, I th almost two thirds or sixty-seven percent of Gen Z gets their news off of TikTok. We're really going to ignore sixty-seven percent of all news going to Gen Z. If we do, we're absolutely stupid. <laughs> so Republicans, we have to do better at going to where Gen Z is and reaching them because they're aware. But you have to go to where they are. You can't expect Gen Z young people to go to where you are. It's like asking a baby to to follow commands when they can't speak. Right. It's irrational to assume. Right. And it's you know it's 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 interesting. You mentioned Vivek, and he's one of these younger Republican candidates. And and we all have questions about him. Where did he come from? Can we trust him? And luckily for a lot of people, you know, and I'm speaking for myself here. I'm voting for Trump in the 2024 primary. We're not going to have to trust him with being the president now, but. He's doing those innovative things to reach and expand the party. 
Uh, and these are the things that you have just explained to us, you know, that you think would help expand the party and reach a demographic that the Republican Party has consistently failed to reach and to motivate and the manipulation of words. I mean, you're, you're 100 percent right about that. How, you know, when you criticize George Soros, who is an open Nazi collaborator right now funding, you know, all of these pro-Palestine riots, when you when you when you criticize him, you're an anti-Semite. It's a miracle how they were and not a good miracle. It's, it's unbelievable how they were able to 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 pull that switch on us. It's, it's just it's just crazy. Um, and and I, I believe, yes, we should be investing more time into TikTok. You want to feel safe on there? Turn on a VPN if you want. But we do have to go where the minds are, because if we don't do it, what we just saw last week happening, which was the uh, letter to America going viral on TikTok and Gen Z and liberals and, and younger people identifying with Osama bin Laden's justification for carrying out the 9-11 terrorist attacks, you know, going viral on TikTok. And where were we to counter the messaging? We were saying, take the videos down and, 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 and you know, playing on behalf of, you know, oh, well, we should have censorship and, and falling right into their trap. And so, you know, that's, that's just one of those things where I, I'm with you 100%. I make content on TikTok. It's not necessarily hard-hitting news. It's funny stuff that happens to go viral every once in a while now because TikTok doesn't like me anymore, but that's okay. Uh, you know, it's, uh, you're, I call the AOC's boyfriend ugly once. They said I was bullying him. It is what it is. <laughs> um, but I agree with you. We need to go where gen z actually is christian i think you have the ability with not just with your age the way you carry yourself to be a very powerful voice into the future to help expand the republican party and not just the republican party as a political mechanism but uh you know patriotism as a whole a lot of people you know who maybe they don't like ronna mcdaniel the rnc um but identify with you know the idea or understand the idea that the republican party is the only party that we can get involved in to save the country What's next for you? What are you going to be doing going forward? You're only a freshman in college. What do you have your sights set on? Um, and, and you know, what, what is ultimately your vision at the end of this whole thing? Yeah, so right now I'm a finance major in college. It's kind of a weird combination being involved in politics, writing a book before even college. Um, I hope to get an MBA. I'm doing a three plus one program so I get my bachelor's degree done in three years. I get a uh, master's in business and leadership in my fourth year. So that's my plan right now, but that's only to lay the foundation for my career. There are kind of utility degrees that I can really take to any industry. Um, and one thing I know is that the Lord's placed a call in my life to enter into politics. He's placed a call in my life, a burden on my life, uh, to be just his vessel, to help restore America's faith and trust in him, uh, but to also win this generation back and to raise a new generation with a new standard. So right now, I'm working towards launching my own podcast uh, at the beginning of December, working on getting the first episode out right now, actually. Um, I'm looking at a few other options down the road. Uh, not too much that I can talk about right now, uh, but there's a couple of things in the work that I'm really excited about to hopefully reach Gen Z even further, um, because whether we like it or not, Gen Z, millennials, young people, we're the future. Um, and if we just look at Gen Z through the headlines, that Gen Z is anxious, Gen Z is too much like millennials, uh, liberal and progressive, Gen Z is going to destroy our nation. We just look at us through those lens, America will fail. America cannot give up on Gen Z, because we're the future, and by giving up on Gen Z, America, you're giving up on your future. So do you want to be free in the future, or do you want to be, uh, be what Ronald Reagan warned you about? you want to pass freedom 
uh, you want to pass the torch of freedom, but it's not passed through the bloodstream. You must fight for it. Every generation must do it. It's a multi-generational effort, like I said. And I don't want to be telling my grandkids what it was once like when it was free. I don't think you do either. Uh, so I urge you, America, don't give up on Gen Z, because in turn, if you give up on us, we'll give up on you. And in that situation, everyone loses. Yeah, we don't want to lose. That's for sure. We certainly don't want to lose this country. It's the last, you know, bastion of hope in, in the entire world. I know Argentina just, you know, uh, elected a pretty cool president. But uh, no, America is the the shining beacon of freedom in, in the world and liberty in the world. And we, we can't lose it. And so anything that we can do to reach the future, your peers and, and everybody, you know, who, who you may run in circles with would be. Uh, the best and, and the best course of action to save America. You have your website, uh, America don't give up.com. Where else can people find you Christian on social media? Uh, you can find me at Christian Hodges and instead of the first I it's a one because Christian Hodges wasn't available. Um, you can find me on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook. Um, not on truth social yet. Still working on that. Um, and you go to America. Don't give up. My book is also available on Amazon. But every copy ordered through my website for the same price uh, will be signed and personally uh, tailored to you. Uh, so I hope you order a copy. Love to sign the copy for you. Yeah, get a signed copy of Don't Give Up. I have it. Remember, he signed one for me out of nowhere. All of a sudden, he he's grabs a pen and starts signing the copy. Christian Hodges, thank you so much for joining Ungoverned. We are definitely going to have you back. I want updates. Uh, I can't wait to see your show launch. Uh, it, I, it's going to be huge. It's going to be incredible. I know it. Thank you so much for joining us today, uh, and we'll have you back soon. Thank you, Sean. That was the great Christian Hodges, folks. Was he not impressive? Very impressive. I, I think uh, I think he's got a bright future, and I think Gen Z. Obviously, uh, we we have to invest our time in reaching these these uh, young Americans. I think uh, he makes the case, and he makes the case very well. And uh, I appreciate everybody here sticking around with us on a Black Friday. Please hit the thumbs up button for us if you can, and uh, make sure that you're sharing the show. To let everyone know that there are a lot of people. You have another one in the chat. His name's Dylan, uh, a Gen Z guy. He's here, and uh, he's one of the guys just like Christian and so many other people um, who are the future of America and are not lost. They're not gone. They're not brainwashed. They're not idiots. They're smart kids and uh, and uh, smart young adults, and I'm excited to see where this country goes because there are people like that. All hope is not lost. So as Christian says, the title of his book, America, don't give up. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to get to a word from our friends over at Brickhouse Nutrition. It's Field of Greens. Ladies and gentlemen, you know, there is only one way. There's only one way. I'm going to give you a simple solution to stay positive and focused when you're constantly run down and sick. When your body goes, your mind and spirit go with it. It's a domino effect. Most of you are like me. There's a list of things every day to run you down. And we're all way too busy to pick fruit and chop vegetables every single day. But I did my homework and I chose... Field of Greens, every fruit and vegetable in Field of Greens is medically chosen to support specific health functions like heart, liver, and kidney health, immune system, and metabolism. Field of, Green, uh, Field of Greens will help you stay healthy, ladies and gentlemen. It's the only brand with a better health promise, so enjoy Field of Greens at your next doctor's visit. If your doctor doesn't say something like, wow, whatever you're doing, it's working, keep it up, return it for a refund. Keep your body healthy and your mind and spirit will follow. Let me get you started with 15% off. If you visit fieldofgreens.com, use the promo code LFA, Lima, Foxtrot, Alpha. You will get 15% off your Field of Greens. It's fieldofgreens.com, promo code LFA. Fieldofgreens.com, promo code LFA. And it is Black Friday. There's been a Black Friday sale going on for quite some time, but here it is, OFP Farms, Black Friday sale. 
right there on your screen. Black Friday starts now, and it is today at OFP Farms. OFP Farms makes holiday shopping easy. Why get stuck in the crazy lines wrestling with traffic and fighting for parking spots when you can shop from the comfort of your armchair? Curl up by the fire with some hot cocoa and let OFP Farms handle the rest. The online store is stocked with a wide variety of luxurious bath products from all-natural pain relief to Christmas gift sets chock full of goodies. If you need something for the kids, check out the plush animals. Look, it's Cleo. Look at Cleo. How cool is Cleo right there? Great little gift for the kids. Little stocking stuffer. You can get the uh, plush animals and the Goat Kisses Smack Pack gift sets. Shopping for a coworker, they've got a great collection of lotions and salves to help those dry working hands. Plus, with the fast and reliable shipping, your gifts will arrive in plenty of time for the holidays. So why stress over holiday shopping when you can let OFP Farms take care of it for you? Start browsing the selection on the website today, OFPFarms.com, OscarFoxtrotPapaFarms.com. Use the code LFA20, Lima Foxtrot Alpha 2-0, now through Sunday, November 26th, for 20% off of your entire order. That is OFPFarms.com, promo code LFA20, OFPFarms.com, promo code LFA20. 20. I hope you enjoyed our interview with Christian Hodges. This is the website where you can get his book, americadontgiveup.com, Black Friday sale, buy two, get one free if you use the code B2GO, that's a letter O, 25, buy two, get one free at americadontgiveup.com. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us on a Black Friday. Hope you had a great Thanksgiving and have a wonderful holiday weekend. Brennan and I will be on Locals today. SeanFarish.Locals.com slash support. We're starting an hour earlier because I'm going on the Greg Kelly Show, guest hosted by New Jersey's great Bill Spadia uh, tonight. So we're going to be doing Locals an hour early. We're going to be ending in a little early as well. Uh, this way I can get ready for that hit on Newsmax. We'll also be on Newsmax 2 with John Bachman this afternoon at around 1.30. Thank you so much for watching and listening. As President Trump says, we will never give up. We will never give in. We will never, ever surrender. And if all else fails, we will just become ungovernable. We got Jeremy Harrell coming up next with Live from America at 11 a.m. My Crispy Unafraid at noon. Loud majority with Kevin Smith at 1. Matter of fact, with Ryan Matta at 2. America First Live with the great Alan Jacoby at 3. Who's at 4? Oh, the Santilli Report. Pete Santilli at 4. I don't think Will's doing a show today. I don't think so. I don't, think so. I don't know if Pete's doing two hours. I think he is. Uh, Based America with Jordan is at 6. And uh, Brave TV with Dr. Jason Dean at 7. As far as I know, it might be wrong a little bit on that lineup, but we've got all that as well. We'll be on Locals today at, at uh, 5 p.m. Eastern Time. 5 p.m. Uh, sorry, 6 p.m. Eastern Time. 6 p.m. Eastern Time. SeanFarris.Locals.com slash support. Thank you so much for watching and listening. And God bless you. God bless this one nation under God, indivisible with liberty and justice for all. Have a wonderful rest of your day. We'll catch you on Locals. Remember, compliance is surrender, so do not comply. Do not surrender. Have a wonderful weekend. Enjoy those Thanksgiving leftovers. Don't get hurt on Black Friday. And we'll catch you next week.